Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Can you hear me? Yeah. Check. You sound like you're coming through your computer, which is fine. What I'm worried about. It don't matter that much. Matters to me, man. Listen, audio quality is not important to the this Neil Young podcast. We don't care about audio quality. Would Neil yeah. care about audio quality? <clears throat> if we could, we would um, record this podcast in Jack White's recordogram box booth. Recordogram? <laughs> That's the best Mike seasoned radio personality can come up with his recordogram box. I'm try- I was trying to think of the real name. It's got something like that, right? <laughs> it's probably not far off. It's not far it off. More, makes it more real. When it sounds like it's, you know, recorded from a, a mic just hanging in the room, just like Robert Johnson did it back in the day. Ooh, the you devil, know? the devil loved Robert Johnson. He so did. So I've heard. He did. Robert Johnson loved his whores. Loved them. <laughs> you know what else the devil loved? Hmm. The movie Paradox. Devil loves the movie Paradox because it confuses humanity. It's confusing and Delightful and fascinating in literally everything I thought it would be. This movie is, is made for high that. dosage edibles. That's oh, what this movie's I, for. I wish I had done edibles before I ate this. Russ left and he's coming back. Russ Mike, hates this. He hates this movie so much he left in the first 30 <laughs> seconds. I bet you Russ loves this movie. I uh, <laughs> will get into it, obviously. But, but, you know, before I hit the theme song, Mike, I, we played Strange Creek. You'll appreciate the Greenfield? story. Out in Greenfield? Out in Greenfield. Killer set. Yeah. We all wore jorts and no shirts. It was, uh, it was, it was tons so of fun. So you, you fit right in. You just kind of breezed up out of the crowd. They didn't even know you were in the band. We, right? we murdered. People were going nuts. We called ourselves jorts meeting. It was, it was a ton of fun. Anyway, the closer, it was the last night. And so uh, the, like, the final act was a band called The Machine. Yeah. Have, you, have you heard them? Or heard of them? Are they the Pink Floyd tribute band? Yes. And they are. are. Oh, my internet's being weird. They are fucking incredible. Like, out of control. They sound great. Yeah. Yeah. So, about... The last time I saw them was a long time ago, so I'm glad they're still good. Oh, they're still... They're incredible. They had And they had... The lights were really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to Strange Creek or Wormtown, whichever one this was, for, like, killing it. But uh, about an hour before they went on, I popped an edible. Okay, mm-hmm. sweet. Uh, yeah, you sound better there, Russ. All right, nice. Um, I popped a half of a, I think it was like a 90 milligram. So it was about 45, thinking this will be a real nice. 90? Yeah, it was a 90. <laughs> I popped half of it. Oh, oh okay, half. Yeah. Still, that's so, 45. That's yeah. Still- that's still pretty. That's yeah, a lot. We're we're staying there that night. I'm right. thinking you're not it's going gonna anywhere. Be, not going anywhere. It's gonna be a. You're a in a field in in Franklin County. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, an hour goes by. They start the show. They start with a good 15 minute shine on you, crazy diamond. Mm. Like so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, I keep waiting. You know. Then they go to this song to that song. They did breathe. They did a. It, it, they were great, but uh, another hour goes by. Nothing. Just starting to feel tired. My legs start hurting. <laughs> and then finally, about, I don't know, maybe a half an hour before this set was done, I'm just like, I don't, I, maybe it was CBD, nothing happened. So I just went to my tent and went to bed. I was so mad. Oh, no. Did that ever happen oh, to you? Oh, no. It may, maybe it was CBD. I don't think so because I gave other people stuff from the same packet and they're like, that mm-hmm. was definitely not CBD. Were you maybe, consuming CBD beforehand? No, just alcohol copious Hmm. amounts of alcohol but geez maybe that was it maybe you were so drunk you didn't even notice i wasn't that drunk i was i think i just maybe i got it you were you were pretty drunk i was pretty drunk but i wasn't as drunk as you've seen me i've ever seen you but you were still drunk i was drunk but 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 at that point i had actually stopped drinking i was just annoyed i think maybe i got a dud piece does that happen it happens yeah i think i got a dud piece you know like anything else or it's i mean where did you get it from from a vendor 
Oh, <laughs> from a vendor there? Yes, a wonderful uh, woman was uh, giving away samples. Well, she gave us some samples because we were in a band. I think you got duds. I think you got ripped. I w- Are you saying a woman with no shirt on and just taped X's over her nipples gave me uh, false edibles? That yes. That did not happen. Absolutely. This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly talk out of our ass while going through the works of Mr. Young. It's Mike Shue and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Illinois. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. Thank you for uh, listening to Long May You Young, uh, the one of two Neil Young podcasts on the planet that is still operating. The other being um, Don't Be Denied. And if you know French, uh, you'll probably really enjoy that one, too. We need to have Joel, Joel back Joel on, I feel like. Uh, Joel Joel ran. Did Joel run with the uh, Better Call Stills? <laughs> I think John Locke did that. John Somebody Locke made that? a Better okay. Call Stills thing. What was the one Joel just put up? Uh, I oh, think it was, it was the Stranger the, uh, Things Stranger one. Things, yeah, yeah, yeah. girl with the uh, Walkman, and she threw in American Stars and Bars. <laughs> Are you guys caught yeah. up on Stranger Things? Not that we need to go I'm down. I'm done. This yeah, I'm done yeah, with I've, the, I've this first it. half of this last season. Every it's, it's awesome. Every season, I'm like, I'm not going to watch. This is going to be dumb. And then I'm like, this show rules. This is the best one. Yeah. It's, I think it's this, my, this is my favorite. I think same. So it's great. Yeah. It's this so good. Super scary. And uh, yeah, Ed Munson. Yeah, they like really kicked up the the horror. Well, I think that's the they were going for the '80s horror trope, but like they would they did '80s sci-fi, they did all the other yeah. '80s stuff. Now they're trying like fucking what's the the Freddy Krueger? What's his name? He was fucking in this season. Oh you yeah, Rob, catch that? Oh, Robert, Robert, Robert England. England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the ultimate tribute right there. That's yeah. awesome. a lot of you know. There's a lot of Halloween and he did a great job you know, too. I, and, thought he was, I thought he was awesome. Yeah, he was great. He was great. I love uh, I love Eddie Munson, man. That that yeah, was cool me in high school. Too. Eddie Munson was me in high school. Were you a D- were you a DM? No, no, I was no. I played Dungeons and Dragons maybe twice. Okay, but I was going to say totally you don't really like, strike me as the D and D type. Really, nah, it was yeah. I tried it. it. It was it was okay, but it was just like I was I was the whole like fucking metal rules. It's yeah. not satanic. You fucking people are fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> Everything's bullshit. I love him. He's so awesome. That's, that's, that's right. Up, fantastic. Up oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. Um, it's uh, you know, it's on Netflix, which is where another movie is right now. Segway. These segways are great today. We're it's really, I think we're kind of killing the segways. <laughs> yeah, the segways are awesome. Um, hey, Daryl, they're killing the segways. I'm guessing you didn't get Daryl to come on. Uh, not yet, but you never know what's going to happen with this. I feel like we're going to talk about paradox a bit. We, I've been chatting with Adam Volick, who's the cinematographer for Paradox. We talked mm-hmm. to him about Lenoise. I really want to talk to him about this movie and about other stuff, um, but he's super busy. He's got a he's got a an infant, um, and uh, we there's a chance we could talk to Daryl. I don't I, who knows. This is the this is the this is the, this is the podcast of limitless possibilities. If we, we talk should, to Daryl, how long before Mike asks how she feels about getting her butt wiped out on Disney Plus? What? Yeah, right. I, that'd be right up front. Her butt wiped out. And then after what is that, this? I'd ask. Well, no, the what they do? They like they CG'd hair yeah. over it or something, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, for a splash. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's dumb. And then after that, I'd ask nothing but Pope or Greenwich Village questions. I would ask strictly grumpy old men. No, grumpier old men questions. <laughs> what if she Billy Bob Thornton us and was like, oh, "I only will answer questions about paradox." That's fine. I have a ton of questions about. Paradox. It doesn't stop us from asking other questions. She just yeah. won't answer them. You wouldn't want to know about Burgess Meredith in Grumpier Old Men. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what what Mickey Rourke smelled like back in the day before he got all (laughs) bloated. She's on another Netflix show that I really liked. I forget what it was called. It was by the same... Sense8. Sense8. Yeah, Yeah. Sense8 was awesome. That was the Matrix people. Daryl has a really, really good, like, fucking filmography. I mean, she's kind of done a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It's great. I mean, you see that? I, I did not see Sensei. No, I like Sensei that. was good. It was uh, Lost-ish. 
if I remember. Yeah, it was kind of like OA-ish, too. OA-ish. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see OA? Shoot. No. No, I didn't see OA. Those are some good shows, man. OA's great. I'm too busy right now watching uh, Outer Range. I got I to gotta pop back in. You're welcome, boys. Yeah, I'm, that's fantastic. I'm totally hooked. I'm like, it's like, I'm like five or six episodes in. I still don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't even tell no, me. Don't yeah, say anything. Don't even, don't even I say I won't, anything. but. Plus the but, boys, uh, the boys is back. So, I know, now uh, I got to watch the boys. The first, in the first 10 minutes of the first episode of this season, it is one of the most disturbing death scenes I've ever seen. And nobody, I'm pretty sure nobody has ever done a death scene like <laughs> it this. It was ever. fucking Wait, are you talking about fan- the boys? Yeah, I haven't seen I'm it. I'm talking don't, about termite. Don't say anything. Yeah, don't say anything. It. Mike, I All know right. what you're talking it about. It is, it is like. It's wonderful. Whoever came up with that idea should not only get a bonus, but should be put away. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do just, some nuts. They've always done some crazy. Yeah, deaths but this show. is the most nuts thing. All right, all right. I'm looking it's, forward it's to it. Even nice, Mike. Nice one. I heard that. It's not as nuts as <laughs> Homelander making or that guy. What was his name? Doppelganger turning himself into Homelander, oh, yeah. giving Homelander a blowjob and <laughs> yeah, saying it's not gay fun. if it's yourself. <laughs> That's still the most fucked up thing. Russ, wa- watch boys. it tonight and then text text our group chat because it, it's yeah, you fantastic. Even, you won't wait long for it. It, it happens right up front. No, I'll, I'll watch it. There's so many fucking shows right now, man. I'm trying to, I, and I'm I all I all I really want out of all the shows I'm watching, I just want Better Call Saul to be to yes. come I know, right? I just, all I, I'm like, why do we have to do the break thing? I don't want to do the break thing. Do you guys well, watch Barry? Yeah, I oh haven't started the new season yet. Oh my god, it's a good but, season. Well, so. Yeah. So this is this is actually a good conversation. I'm also watching Hacks too. Have you guys seen Hacks? No, and I'm no, and I'm, I'm, I'm about to, to finish. I'm about to finish Atlanta, which is also just like I gotta pick Tom, back up on Atlanta. Tom Glover is just a fucking genius. Yeah, he's so good. No, this this is good though because I wanted I actually wanted to talk about this at in relation to Paradox. So I am watching all these incredible shows with huge budgets and. Stranger Things and Better Call mm-hmm. Saul, in, the best writers on the planet, some of the best actors on the planet. The stories are like incredibly cohesive, just like really satisfying. And so I went into this not really knowing what to expect. And this is the opposite of all of that. I'm not saying that the that these people aren't talented. Clearly, they're very talented. But this, the feel is different. Um, I really didn't think I was going to enjoy this. I, I was going to say, I almost feel like for those reasons, this was refreshing. Okay. Because I've gotten so much of the like high production, you know, like the the incredible writing, the like store, the, you know, the unlike with Stranger Things, even though there was multiple plots happening, it was still like a structured. Right. You know, it was it, it wasn't just like, you know, all of a sudden Neil Young saying full corn moon. You know, like <laughs> he loved the full corn moon. He did, man. He loved God that damn. corn moon. And like, or just you know, <laughs> Tato taking a bath or whatever. You know, like just all the all the crazy it's some fucking like, full frontal nudity. It, yeah, something <laughs> about it was like actually. Yeah, I feel the same. Like I was like I was I went I almost went into it being like I'm probably not going to enjoy this at same. all. Same. I, I ended up like really I, I so, ended up really enjoying. So it can I just tell you my initial like. uh because, Russ, I feel the same way. And initially, I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this right now because I'm just – I'm rewatching Breaking Bad. Like I said, these structured shows. And it, it starts off like a cloud, like a chaotic cloud. And then it starts to focus more. And then when you see what it is, right around the time they go to – was it Desert Trip, Mike, That where they do the Cowgirl yes. Jam? Yep. Right around that time, I'm like, all right, I'm into this. And now I'm like fucking way into this. And I feel like I want to go back and watch it several more times because, as we know, Neil Young is a time-traveling vampire. I think he made this movie for us. I'm not going to lie to you. I think he made this for movie us for specifically? us. specifically? Yes, yeah. for, for, for the three of us. For the hosts of the podcast that would eventually. There's so many weird little... I'm so curious what Shu has to say, though. He's just sitting there, and, you, and I feel like we're, we're about to get a, we're about to get a, a snake bite. We're gonna get a snake bite, a classic shoe I, snake I think bite. We're gonna get a shoe <laughs> snake bite here, man. <laughs> oh no! You know, it's it's um um. There's some parts of it that are beautifully filmed. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I think they they film it in Colorado. 
I think, I think it, yeah, it's they just, must have. Some, I didn't, there's some scenes that are just gorgeous. Like Daryl Hannah could definitely have a career as like a wildlife or nature documentarian. Oh yeah. Because it's just beautiful. And Adam Volick did the sim, the cinematography too, right? Yep. And so he did a great job too. And, and uh, it's just beautiful. Um, I don't know if I've watched it twice. Okay. And I don't think I'll ever go back to it. I just, I don't know. You know, there's one part of it that I could watch over and over again. That's the all day long. The full frontal nudity. Yeah. When the guy rolls that giant rock and then wags his balls (laughs) next to the river. I mean, I just kept pausing it and rewinding it and pausing it and and then, you know, just trying to zoom in as best taking in his unshaved genitalia. Um, it's it's uh yeah, he it doesn't got, have, he doesn't to, have our manscaped code it got to be annoying at times and then i love the cowgirl jam yes why did that happen right like did he like get off the train or the wagon and right and go into the middle of the desert where there were thousands of people and that was beautifully filmed too the Holy way she would incorporate like the TP in there mm-hmm. and then like with the giant, the jumbo screen in the back and you yep. see like Neil soloing like a motherfucker. And it looked like he was a God yeah. soloing over like a native American village. And it looked pretty cool. Also like how did they you do know? the whole, like the, the rope thing during that concert? Cause like there were, you could see the dudes like flying no, you, the cowgirl was the different one. The cowgirl. Oh, was, I know, but you could still. No, but during cowgirl, there were people going yeah. in the air. There, yeah. there were. Yeah, they could up, probably. Up I'm sure there was some trickery this. they could do with Put that. Put it in post or something. You know? Yeah. Um, they were all pointing at the moon at one point. I don't know if that was recreated for the film. Actually, Daryl's a witch. She Darryl, bewitched him. <laughs> she's a time traveling witch. Well, no, that was the stuff. Dumbasses. Wa- Daryl's Wanda. That's Sorry. the stuff I was. Wa- that's the stuff I was wandering. <laughs> was uh, was was like, did they storyboard that out and plan for during that show? Like, we're gonna point at the moon, and that's part of this project. Or Russ, like- Russ, there uh, to me, it was pretty obvious. There were no storyboards. Did not feel like yeah, storyboard. Yeah, it didn't feel film. like a storyboard. There was very little planning. There probably wasn't anything written out as far as dialogue goes. They probably just said, "Just talk." Right. You know, and those guys had been on the road together at this point for a little while. So they were all familiar with each other. It, it, the, it, the feel, especially in the beginning, was like, hey, guys, let's like dress up as cowboys and get high as hell and just have a fucking yeah. blast. Yeah, that's what it, it, that's what it was. It was and it, with beautiful scenery in the background and a loose story that kind of goes along with, you know, what the last few albums were about the, you know, the stealing the seeds and. Mm. And uh, where your food comes from, you know, that, that whole part about, you know, cooking varmint, you know, it's important to know where your food, what your food was and where Marmot. it comes right. from. And, uh, you know, so that those messages are, are through the whole thing. It's, it's very much like journey through the past where it's just like clips that were like f- just patched together and different filters and films. It, it would go from like a full on HD to like some kind of eight millimeter film it it just kind of got annoying after a while to me see i got less annoyed i got very annoyed initially and then got less annoyed as it went on and here's why i say this is this is neil he's at this point in his weird time traveling time loop that he's on he's listened to the podcast he's already listened to episodes we haven't recorded yet he knows okay so first of all he knows we're king fans so he decides to call himself the man in the black hat which is a huge king nod because the gunslinger, the the man in black, all that stuff. So th- then he's like, okay, so the this podcast, yeah, it's about me, but the other two things it's about are piss and shit. Or, I'm sorry, jizz and shit. They right, talk about jizz right. and shit all the time. So I'm going to throw in a bunch of shit jokes, literally have people taking a shit, making shit jokes, mm-hmm. and I'm going to just have a bunch of shit about seed. There's going to be a seed bank, people spilling seed, throwing seed. I swear to God, he won't control the seed. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So I'm just saying. If you don't, you can't not talk about 
the sexy train shots too. I mean, well, there are some oh my really God. sexy train That's shots. That's something I thought was disappointing was it was a whole 15 minutes before there were any trains in this film. <laughs> yeah, because he makes you... Yeah, but he, yeah man, he, that was the foreplay. And, he, and I mean, he does enter that train, and then he's yeah. in that train. Because Neil's he a train... He's train edging, Mike. Yeah, he's, he's a, a train, train edgelord. He's a train edgelord, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of train porn in this. I don't know if you guys... Oh, and yeah. like, and like five Dude, there's train in, underskirt. The first bird was like less than five minutes in, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was he like was that. It, and that was, that little, was, um, that was a lift right from beautiful bluebird from Chrome dreams too. It was a blue bird sitting on a fence. Ah. And I was like, Oh yeah. Beautiful bluebird. Okay. I get it. It just seemed to, you know, and I know this is the style and I know what you guys are saying. This is, this is exactly what Neil and maybe Daryl were going for the exact opposite of stranger things right? Or the exact opposite of a concert film, you know, or, right. or you know, something a, a, a musical artist would, a film a musical artist would make. This is the opposite of that. Yeah, it's kind of like, and we're, it, I mean, it's sort of stream of consciousness in a way. Very, well, yeah, but the, it had, the, the, um, the themes were pretty Well, yeah, because in that, in that yeah. opening line, that's, it's kind of all there. Well, right. it, it fits into no box, like you said, Mike. It's not a. It's not really a music film. Like, mm-hmm. like it's not a. It's not necessarily a narrative. It's not this. It's not that. But it's if it's anything, it's very Neil. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Is it? Does it work? Is it good? That's to me. That's still up for debate. Which but is, you can't which deny is, it's exactly what Neil probably wanted, and Daryl delivered it for him. Is this? you know, complete uh, reaction to a slick concert film. And he's made those. He made those with um, um, Jonathan Demme, right? He made those three concert films, which were beautifully filmed, you right. know, multi-camera, you know, great sound. And um, and this was like, it was almost like a, a, a 90 minute music video. You know what I mean? Yeah, music, a little bit. Music, music videos don't don't have to make sense. You get quick edits. You know, as long as you get a good look at the band and there's maybe a loose concept in there. And that's what it was like to me. It was just this music video that had the theme of, you know, saving the planet and, you know, and had this road warrior, you know, Mad Max thing because this was obviously after something happened to civilization and they were digging up phones and keyboards and computers and things like that. I took a lot of that to be like Neil... I mean, Neil loves like old, old audio, old, old video, old, mm-hmm. like older technology. And I, I think I took that as that. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think I, he may have filmed this in the future. That's also very possible. Yeah. He may have gone into the future with a film crew with Daryl and, <laughs> and filmed what it was like in the future. And then maybe he went into the past and maybe Micah isn't. I'm sorry, not Micah. Maybe Lucas is actually young Willie. And Boy, he, he bro- sounds like it. Well, when he sings Angel Flying Too Close to the Ground. Oh, Jesus. God. Holy shit, is yeah. that good. That's really good. That is that's really the part of the film. good. That's the part of the film I was talking about I could watch over and over yeah, again. Yeah, I can watch that. If anything, again again, if I go yeah. back to this film, yeah. it will only be that part. Yeah. Cow- that Cowgirl, and Cowgirl really goes right young. into that. Yeah, but you know what? Cowgirl was, was good. But you, I want but them to it, sing it. I want yeah, them to sing the song that too. But you know, and and Lucas's guitar solo in that was pretty fucking unbelievable, amazing, amazing. But, yeah. but amazing. that angel flying too close to the ground. It's not Neil's song. He's not singing it, and it may be one of his finest recorded moments mm. in his history as an artist. Yeah, to me, it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen and heard. As yeah. far as music goes, you can't recreate a vibe like that. No. And that wouldn't have happened without Neil. He got them all together, you know, and Daryl probably set it up with the fire and the candles and everything. And they were probably just sitting around smoking weed and they, they just kind of rolled yeah, I bet into it that just kind of happened naturally. Cause you Neil, think they were Neil sort of, cause Neil reacted to it in a way that was like, Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Like yeah, that, that was nice. Yeah. Mike, you're half right. They weren't smoking weed. They were sipping a joint. So oh, that's right. They were, smoking, they were smoking, smoking a beer. beer. Yeah. Also, to go back to what both of you were just talking about between uh, the future and the past, 
He's fuck, he's fucking with us. He's it's right in the in the opening of this movie. The first line, the first thing you hear is many moons ago in the future. So he's telling us right there. Yeah, he's I'm he's, in the past and I'm in the future. He's just screaming it at us. Yeah, right. he's, he's rubbing getting, it in our faces. It's getting yeah. out of control at this. He point. throws it out there and makes it so obvious, and people go, "Oh, Neil, he's just a weirdo." No, he's a time traveling vampire. <laughs> Yeah, and Daryl is a time traveling witch right. who comes along yes. beside him with a camera. Yep. Yeah. I, now I want to get in depth in her movies a little bit and feel like what what is I'm she trying gonna, to tell us? I don't really know. There's no. We shouldn't. There shouldn't be a structure about this in particular project because no, we like don't trying yeah. to yeah trying to go through this. No, uh, and we don't. I, would, we don't have would to kind of defeat the purpose. But I'm just I'm just gonna go through my notes. If you guys, and then I don't know if you guys want to do the same. No, so just a few quick things before you do that. I forgot to put this on social medias, but we're going to talk more about Paradox. I think we're hope, hoping to talk to Adam soon. Um, but just real quick, I want to throw out a quick shameless plug. Town Meeting is playing next week. Uh, we're in Philly at Attic Brewery. We're at DC at a place called The Pocket. We're in New York City at Rockwood Music Hall. We're in Connecticut at the Stomping Ground. We're in Boston at Brighton Music Hall. We're in Portland at Portland House of Music. We're all the way up in Burlington, Vermont at Foam Brewers. Please look us up. Get tickets. Uh, if you go, if you just look us up on Facebook, you'll find links to all these things. Uh, we really need a. We're really trying to, you know, come out of this pandemic and and have some good shows. So come out to these shows if you're in the Philly area or the DC area. Also, thanks to our patrons, especially our top tier patrons, John Locke, uh, Mark Ray, and of course Craig Bitch. Um, we really, Bitch. we appreciate all you guys. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're, uh, we're entering the summer. So, you know, things are getting a little weirder. And if this episode comes out a little later than we're expecting, it's cause Pantheon, our network is moving away from one, uh, platform to the next. So I'm trying to figure that out now. So I apologize if this is a little bit later. That's why we didn't post anything on socials. Cause I wasn't sure when this was coming out. So anyway, sorry, Russ, your notes go oh that's fine um also the town meeting album is out uh if people want to listen to that yes on streaming and, everywhere and if people want to hear my album early i'll uh i'll be posting about that because it's done uh i i i wrote down the whole uh he can be kind of shaky thing <laughs> that was a little yeah right, like that right there was some there was some pretty on the nose things um, I also wrote that the, the cinematography, the scenery, just like the camera work in general, some of it was just like strikingly gorgeous. Um, like you were saying, Shu, that those some of those moments were really beautiful. Um, the nice, sexy train shots. The, do you think, Russ, do you think that he wasn't playing on the train shots and Daryl like slipped him in? So then when he watched it, and it was like a surprise train 15 minutes in and it really got... <laughs> Really got the juices flowing. Oh yeah, he was probably like, "Hi, <laughs> Daryl, great job on the train." And she's yeah. like, "I'm right next to you." <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, and then, uh, then next thing you hear is the opening chords to uh, what was it, Carnival or whatever, Carnival. <laughs> and then <laughs> stop, he stop, stop. <laughs> 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 Uh, I also in 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 the same kind of spirit there. I also wrote how great were those zoom those zoom in close ups of Neil. Neil's got to trim those brows. <laughs> yeah, I know he's trying the, to keep it real, like but even Daryl, even yeah. Daryl should get in there and say, Neil. Yeah, we got to do something about Neil. This. Just let me just let me pluck a couple of those. They're really they're really wiry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I like love that there was Brezhnev. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I I love that it was a zoom in close up of Neil and then right cut to the train. I wrote that that was that was definitely intentional. Um, the That's digging Freudian song right there with Daryl yeah, directing. That's totally Freudian. Oh yeah, uh, the digging song. That was I too short. That. Yeah, I like the digging. I like song. that. I love that version. Digging but it's only dirt. like sixty seconds long. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> wish, yeah. That could have gone on for a little longer. Um. The, yeah, I just I just wrote that it was it's it's really sloppy, but it's like kind of fun at parts. Uh, Anthony and the whole and Anthony who we interviewed mm-hmm. as happy taking the shit with the other guy. 
Um, I like the whole dudes right. floating away with the rope because of the music. At first, like, I, I didn't know what they were doing because cool. cool. the guy yeah, handcuffed like himself. I thought it was yeah. going to be some kind of protest, right. you know, but then, yeah, yeah, yeah and I, I liked the mystery yeah. of it. I liked that it was like, oh, okay, so like the music is what's making this happen. I dig that. Right. Which again, that's in that opening line. The opening line of the whole movie, the like little poem thing, many moons ago in the future when the women folk had rightfully just about given up on us, a mangy group of outlaws hid out by a precious water source while the real bad guys quietly stole the seeds of life. Thankfully, music still helped our spirits fly. So like the whole movie, everything that happens essentially is in that opening little stanza thing. Um, And I dug that. The full corn moon thing. Uh, the Lucas solo is amazing. I love yep. that Willie didn't know what to do with the camera on his face. <laughs> he was like kind of nervously looking around. He was stoned. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was Wait, Willie weed. Nelson was stoned? Willie smokes weed. I don't know if you guys know sure. that. Are you serious? Yeah. He's I don't a, support he's, that. He's, he takes pot all the time. Also, uh, back to like some of the really nice cinematography, the scene after Willie and Neil robbed the seed bank or whatever, which is a fun sentence to say, uh, when Neil's walking away with his bag of seed, he's like kind of behind the building, like walking towards the landscape. It's a gorgeous shot. Yeah. You know the one I'm referring to? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. fucking, it's And there's real, a lot of that all through yeah, this. Just yeah, beautiful yeah. shots. It's really, of, really of beautiful. the landscape and wildlife shots. Yeah. And then my last sort of thing was just how Angel flying too close to the ground is, is just, I mean, it's way too... It's just way too perfect. It just it's, doesn't. It's, it's absolutely it's, beautiful. It's, it's bothersome ridiculous. how good it shouldn't. It yeah. just feels like so good. It's out of place. I don't know how to. I don't know how to say it. Do you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, you know that with the fire, you know, yeah. it's, it was just perfect. And I don't know if you noticed. I think they animated the fire a little bit. Really? Like I think they tried to make some of the flames look like birds. If you watch, if you watch Maybe. that scene, if you watch that scene again, what? some of the no, seriously, some of the fire looks like it was animated to make it kind of extend a little. More. I think I think Neil got in you. He got in there, man. You now you're just it, yeah. seeing birds. You're just seeing birds now. You know, man. That's yeah. Uh, we just see a train like Inception style go through Mike <laughs> the background of Mike Shoes' house right now. <laughs> um, so one of one of my notes was. And I should have looked this up. What album was Love and Only Love originally on? Ragged Glory. Ragged Glory, like, one of my favorites. I think Neil keeps coming back to that mm-hmm. a lot. Um, yep. And I feel he like does. I feel like that's important. I don't. I'm, I don't know why I'm saying this. Like this is a this movie is a movie I need to decipher. <laughs> it really. You know what I want to do? So I, I watched it, Mike. You said you probably won't revisit it. I will revisit this after I get an edible that's not a dud. I'm definitely going to do that because <laughs> okay. I want to I want to I want to watch this high and just see what messages Neil is sending to me. Like for you, it's birds in the fire. Who knows what things will be in the fire when I watch it? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it'll be cocks and balls and cum. <laughs> you saying chickens and basketballs? Yeah, no, that's dumb. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whatever. All right. No, I. Uh, I didn't. I didn't take a ton of notes. I, the cowgirl and the sand jam to me made me th- think two things. A, first, I said I wish, I wish I could have been at that concert because that looked fucking insane. How and many they, people was that? Jesus, it was a lot. Oh, of was that where they have Coachella? Oh, yeah. really? it was. The, it was the giant polo grounds area. They call it old cella. Old cella. Yeah, yeah. I remember that because it was like like who played? It was like Roger Waters and. Oh my God! That's it show was all the like so classic good. rock people, you know, Fleetwood Mac. I think played and stuff. So they called it old cella. Speaking of old cella, Russ, how was Ringo? It was, he was. Oh, did you go see Ringo? Yeah, it was great, actually. Nice. It was a really good show. Um, his band, dude. his band is amazing, dude. I mean, yeah, Edgar Winter is fucking <laughs> unbelievable. They play Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, and Colin Hay, I I honestly just wanted Colin Hay to play the the whole set because I. If you ever get I a chance to see Colin, Colin Hay solo, I've seen him solo. It's I've oh, seen yeah, him yeah, amazing. He, he, he rips fantastic. your soul out. He's, yeah, he's unbelievable. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah, yeah, but he did he did. Uh, I like sleeping with Marie. Yeah, he didn't do any of his solo stuff, but I mean, just doing just hearing like who can it be now and and obviously down you know Man, down under 
yeah, that those those. Were you know great. what that song's about? <laughs> Sorry, but there was this other guy <laughs> biting uh, the bullet. <laughs> there was this other guy who was amazing too, and then uh, the guy from Average White uh, White Band or whatever. Oh, Hamish Stort. Yeah, yeah, he was great. It was just a really good band. That's was, weird. He's playing with him, and he's not, he's usually plays with McCartney. That's oh, really? weird. He's with Ringo now. McCartney's playing at Fenway tonight. Oh, it's tonight. McCartney's at Fenway yeah, on the yeah. Baby Got Back tour or whatever weird thing he's calling it. He's, he's not. Call, is he calling it that? I think it's called like McCartney. No, no, it's the Got Back tour. Got back, the yeah. Baby Got Back tour. It's the same oh, thing. McCartney Got Connor Back. Don't want none unless I got buns, hon. <laughs> I like I like big butts and I cannot lie. The other brothers can't lie. deny. When a girl walks well, in with know. an itty bitty thing and a round thing in your face, know, you get sprung. Pl- she comes in with a plump rumpus, and you know you just want to kind of do a tuckus. <laughs> you know, we doing the doodle do. I just love Dana Carvey's impression of Paul McCartney. It's so good. Oh my God! Look at her butt. Oh, sorry. Well, we can just stop this now. But he's calling it the McCartney Got Back tour. He knows what he's doing. He knows exactly. McCartney what he's Got doing. Back. He got some Brazilian butt implants <laughs> for the tour. Yeah. There, there's a fucking meme. Hey, it's not implants. There you go, Joel. Run with that. Paul yeah. McCartney, butt implants. Please don't. Please I wanna, don't. I want a <laughs> meme of Paul McCartney balancing a no. bottle of, of champagne on Joel, the top of his ass. Joel, I, Joel. I, I beg Joel. you. I beg it, you Joel. on your Neil Young meme do page. Do, do not... Further isolate your audience by creating a Paul McCartney with a big ass meme on a Neil Young page. You take Cardi B's ass and you superimpose it over Paul McCartney's. Cardi B's ass. And then you put uh, a bottle of uh, Cristal balancing (laughs) on the the edge of it. Please don't do that. Do it. Um, No, better yet, not a bottle of Cristal. Ringo's sitting on it as his throne playing drums. (laughs) He's playing. He's playing McCartney's Cardi B ass cheeks like bongos. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All right. That's an, uh, this is still the Neil Young podcast. This is still right. Neil Young right, paradox. What else? What else? We what else? What else? Uh, uh, I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. If you're done with your notes if, or finish your notes. Well, I mean, my, my biggest things were the. I mean, it it felt like a mountaintop to me. Very chaotic at the beginning. Climaxed at those two the two live things where you have you have two Neil. And I think this is where the title of the film comes into play a little bit for me. And I know the film's all over the place, but it for me, it climaxes at the two music performances. The I'm I'm not talking about the the peace trail that was fine, but I'm talking about the the crazy rock and roll cinnamon girl. I'm not cinnamon girl, cowgirl jam, and then f- like following that almost immediately with the very acoustic, um, like heartbreaking. Willie song and I feel like this is since the beginning we've talked about Neil's two personalities how he he can't not have both he has to have the city Neil and country Neil he has Mm -hmm. to have rock and roll Neil and and acoustic Neil and he he's a crowd of people but he can't face them day to day yes and I think he just found two perfect like glimpses of these things without and not traditional like you're like oh okay acoustic neil like how about let's hear neil play an old man he doesn't do that he has someone else play an acoustic song i just i don't know like i i just fucking love neil young i just fucking love him really we're only on episode <laughs> oh, what 90 well, something uh, who knows but we're on we're coming on year three of this nonsense yes <laughs> yeah we're aren't we like almost caught up too we don't have many albums left do we yeah almost oh don't yeah. worry neil will take care of that with toast that's right, baby. We should have Adam Morin on for for toast. Is that the name of the next record? Yeah, it's got a new record coming out with with the with the boys with the horse, and it's called Toast. And Adam Morin was in a band called Toast. For you new listeners, Adam Morin was one of our first commenters. And that's he, right. And he made that. Remember the Crosby's Whalebone Comb website? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Did he make that? Yeah. <laughs> Good old Adam. Oh my God! Um, well, I, yeah, I, we um, can, if we get Adam uh, CK Volick on, we could talk more about it as well. Obviously. Yeah, we don't. Have, we this doesn't have to be a super long one. I mean, Mike, what did you have for notes? I just uh, I thought some of the scenes that stood out to me. Obviously, the angel flying cl- too close to the ground. Um, I loved. Uh, there was a very poignant scene of him playing guitar and Daryl 
was attached to him by oh, a rope. Yeah. yeah. And she was flying in the At air. At the end, yeah. I thought that was pretty sweet. That was, that was cool. That was kind of a nice little little love letter right there. Um, this may be my favorite version of Pocahontas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, how, that was from that same cowgirl. That was from the same cowgirl show, but he didn't, The Desert he Trip. He didn't finish it. it. They didn't do the Marlon Brando line. Yeah. That, well, or did he just leave it out? I think he must have left it out or something. Yeah, but you know, I, I love the I love the the um the pipe organ. Yeah, with yeah. Pocahontas, he, the way he played it was really interesting too. He was just like, yeah, it's not my the, favorite, um, but I very much love this version a lot. On the uh, I think it's the latest, or maybe it was last week. The um the the timeline concert of the week was crazy. If you guys haven't, if it's still up there, you got to listen to it. It's Crazy Horse, nineteen ninety six, in in Europe. And it's the it's like the Broken Arrow tour, and it's right. it's there it's so good. But they do uh, an electric version of Pocahontas, and I wasn't too crazy about it. Okay, okay. like they did a full on electric version of it. But this one I love, just him and the and the pump organ there. That's fantastic. I love. I feel that. like I remember him doing that. I feel like when it, we saw him, Luke. Yeah. I don't remember him doing po- he did the pipe organ after the gold rush but I don't Bro, think he yeah, did Pocahontas yeah. and that was incredible but uh I, this was really really good but I still love the classic Pocahontas it's still one of my favorite Yeah movies. that's great but this one to me I don't know this had a quality to it I think it was just I like Neil solo with the organ Yeah, yeah. it's a good you know, vibe. it's just it's, it's a cool it, vibe it, it it has the phantom of the opera feel Yeah but it also I don't know. It just has a charm to it that I just nice. really love. You know, like that version of like a hurricane that's on unplugged and yeah. You know, I really love that stuff, man. That's yeah. good. This this uh this project also made me realize I I really like the album Peace Trail a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about how much we like Peace. We Trail. did. Yeah, we did. Um, absolutely. But I just you know. Just hearing some of the songs, I'm like, oh, it makes me want to go back and listen to that album again. Yeah, and that's that's about all I had. I just uh, I just felt it was, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, I want something a little more cohesive. Like Human Highway was more cohesive, even though it was still weird. And it kind even, of did the even same. Greendale was more cohesive. It kind of did the same thing where right in the middle of the film they went to a concert thing. Right. You know, remember that? He was like the rock star. He hit yeah. his head. Yeah, Waterface. Well, right. Yeah, it's right on Waterface. You know, yeah. and they did the whole and they played stuff from Comes a Time and <laughs> you know. So it, it's just kind of weird yeah, they yeah. stuck that in the and then middle. And they were and then it. they were like yeah, and then he was like on the on the road in the bus and visiting the Native American res- like Yeah, and then yeah, burning yeah. the wooden Indians and stuff yeah, and yeah, then he woke true. up and it was like Woof! Dennis no. Hopper was a fry cook. <laughs> if you, you think if Hopper was still alive, he'd be in this. You think it'd be oh, his balls we'd oh, see in the river? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He'd probably. He, yeah, he would be doing that nude scene. Yeah. Hey, man, it's rock. Look at the rock. Rock roll. Get it? Rock and roll, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking um, coked, coked out of his head. Yeah. My um. So I don't know. In, I mean, it's like you said. It's so Neil. Like I. I I don't, I, I, you can't, I, what else would you expect, you know? And, and I, I understand what you're saying, Shu, like maybe something more cohesive, but also like, that's just not, it's not Neil. No, it's know? not Neil. And you're right. It's so Neil. Even with, but, even with you know. his most popular album of all time, Harvest, it's not a cohesive album. No, no, you're right. You're right. I just, you, you know, know what I'm just because it's so Neil to me, doesn't mean it's, it's no, like no, great. Yeah. Well, that's goes back to the argument you were making earlier is it true to Neil? Is it something that Neil wanted to do and he made it how he wanted to make it? And right. it's, it's very Neil. Does that mean that it's, <laughs> does that mean that it's a hundred percent great and everyone's going to like it or that it's a good, that it's even, you know, people are people going to think that it's good right? <laughs> or whatever, or be well, subjective. Guy, you know, like, the critics just panned it all around. Yeah. I mean, oh. I was, I was reading some reviews and, and it was like one star, one and a half stars. Roger, you guys know who Roger Ebert is, right? Who's yeah. that? No, Roger Ebert, one of the great film American film critics. He used to do a show with another critic called Gene Siskel. Really? Siskel. Um, Those names sound okay. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Um, what was that? Show Something called? about like was there? Did they use th- their fingers for something? I think something? they did too, like their ring fingers. Thumbs right? up. 
Oh, his thumbs. Oh, That's right. Yeah, thumb. thumbs up. Okay. So yeah. Roger right. Ebert r- writes. You know, he he had did he like, give it cancer half or something? He can't really talk now, but he writes. Still writes. He had a great line here. He was like, "This this would be great on the midnight movie circuit." Uh, alas, the midnight movie scene is practically dead, and it is therefore instead debuting on Netflix, which will at least make it more convenient for its target audience of young completists and people too stoned to make it out their front doors. And you know that's, what? You know that's that's what it is to me. It's like if you don't, if you're not, if like your only Neil Young exposure is Harvest, right? Or Neil Young's great, or Harvest Moon. Yeah. And then you watch this movie, you'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Well, hey, I'm not Ro- saying that makes it bad, but I'm just saying this is a very, you know, only Neil Young fans would get this. Well, hey, Robert yeah. R- Roger Ebert, you're dead and Neil's still alive, so take that. No, he's alive. <laughs> He's no, I don't alive. think he is. I think he, I think, I think both of them are dead. One of them lost one no. of them lost their jaw and then lost their life. That's Roger not Roger nice. Ebert I'm lost just his fucking... jaw, but I'm pretty sure he's no, They're I'm both dead. Him. It's just Roper. <laughs> it's just fucking the third one, probably trying to do some podcast about movies and no one cares. Yeah, he I'm, died in he oh, died yeah, in he 2013. Oh. Jeez, Mike. Wait to cling to the past. Wait, so what were you reading from? Because this came out in 2019. Were you, was that? It was, you just search reviews for it and the whole must, bunch come that up. That must have been Roper. No, it must it have been Roper. <laughs> yeah, who would have wrote Ebert. That? Holy oh. shit. No, Did, dude, Roger Ebert died in 2013. Holy shit. Did Neil Young travel back in time to yeah. get Ebert's review of this and then it killed Ebert? Well, maybe it's just Ebert's site. Did this movie kill Ebert? It may have. Fuck Ebert. This was, tw- oh no, Ebert didn't write this. It was from his site. This is Peter Zabzinski. Oh, fuck him too. From Ebert's site. Russ, stop. Sorry. Please stop showing a big picture of Roger Ebert without his jaw, please. Yeah, that fake jaw. That's it's like. It's very bizarre. Whoo. I don't like that. Spooky stuff, man. Yeah. Um, The fuck was I going to say? I forgot because now he, Russ spooked me with Roger Ebert. So stop. Please stop showing w- weird pictures th- of Roger Ebert. Two thumbs up for my <laughs> fake jaw. Um, oh, we're, this is what we're I, horrible people. This is, this, this is lords. Stop being edgelordy. This is what I wanted to say at the at, coming to the end of this episode. One of the few interviews Daryl did about this, she was like, don't over intellectualize this movie. It's just a movie we made. And here right, we yeah. are. Well, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're just having, yeah. And I, and I agree because, you know, there's shit jokes in it. Yeah. You right. know? So it's like, I, you know, it, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. It still has those serious no. messages that How Neil good was uh, Anthony about. Yeah, I loved Anthony. Yeah, it was I loved, great. I loved Anthony. No, I, I, uh, I agree. I, I, it also has the feel of only with, you know, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars more expensive camera equipment but like back when back in high school we used to have to do those like history projects and we have to, we would have to like make a we'd have to reenact something and so we it was like a project where we would have to we we would dress up in like west western or like civil war garb and like film a scene and that was like part of our project that's what this type of thing reminded me of yeah right which is a very specific uh, maybe some people will know maybe someone else had a project like that but like i mean i'm a little it, well it's like that russ but if they left in all the outtakes of you guys goofing around too. do you know what I mean? yeah. Right. yeah yes well we did leave all those we thought we were hilarious you probably were it was probably were very yeah funny. it was like me and Mon- matt munson and jesse beer and you know like your old friend Matt Munson didn't someone throw a wrench at his head when he was on a trampoline (laughs) yeah I think it was you (laughs) oh you had weird friends uh instead of a top three oh I had weird friends (laughs) says the guy who's best friends with fucking nails nails rules by the way (laughs) nails nails uh, not nails I'm friends with his buddy John who by the way is so obsessed with fucking rock climbing did you see he just set up a fucking rock gym in his backyard did, did you really? see this? Oh, I did see yeah, that. Yeah, and I saw that he saved. I saw that he saved two baby birds, and in the picture, he's like holding them, and I'm like, "They're the mom's not gonna come back." You know that, right? If you yeah, touch I the bird, sent him immediate community quotes immediately. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Sean, have you never seen Community? What are you doing, yeah. dude? Um, so instead of a top three, I thought we could compare or pick. How does this rank in the Neil movies we've seen? Human Highway, Greendale, 
journey through the past. We've never talked about journey through the past on the podcast, but maybe of the, of those three human highway, this and Greendale, where do you put this one? Of human highway, this and Greendale human highways. Number one, I'd say this would, I'd say this would be, this would be three. I think I think this is three and not in a negative, but I, I think Greendale's number one. I love I'm, Greendale. I'm not a Greendale fan. Really? I think yeah, I'm I wasn't the a fan of the film. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not I liked a big it. Greendale head. It's fucking long grain in Greendale, Russ man. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, but you imagine I mean, if long grain was around for this, his old balls swinging around. Oh, in the that'd be awesome. Oh, Jesus dude. Christ! <laughs> Enough with the balls. <laughs> I told you Luke was going to see balls in the flames. I know, right? It's all balls. <laughs> I told Mike's, you. Mike's hit his ball limit, apparently. He's, yeah. He hit it, man. He enough. hit his limit. He's just had enough. All right. I go Greendale, Human Highway, then this. But they're I mean, close. I don't know. I... Did you guys see Journey Through the Past? Did you watch that? I've no, never I, watched I it. I love that only for the fact that it really captures that moment in time. That, like, where he was just getting huge. Like he was just is, starting to become a huge star. Is and Journey so there's Through a the lot Past? Of footage there. Is that the one where he's in like a hotel and he like lights a napkin on fire, or is that something else? No, that was a Year of the Horse. Year of the Horse. That's which right. is one. Of, it's, that's one of my favorite documentaries of oh, all time. Oh, that's great too. I love Year of the Horse. Yeah, that's where he, uh, with Briggs, right? And he gets he, he gets all angry and shit. In Year of the Horse. Is that what I'm the one I'm thinking He's, of? He's he gets into a super fight with Billy in Year of the oh, Horse. With Billy. They're okay. screaming at each other. Yeah, yeah I think so. I, I don't count that. It's like the same reason I don't call, count Mountaintop because those are more documentary right esque. Yeah. I'm talking more where they they set out to make like a work. Of, also, should we uh, compare this art. at all to um, Dead Man? Because it is kind of a soundtracky in a way too. Well, he does similar stuff. That's what I mean. Dead yeah, Man some of that like guitar stuff is you know even. Dead Man was more cohesive. Yeah, but the trains and the fucking Western element. Yes. Yeah. I like this. I feel like if he, I, I like this Dead more Man, than this may not have, have ever happened. I like this more than Dead Man. I'll be honest. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't like Dead, Dead Man, Man that much. Eh. Oh, it was like fine, Dead man. It was fine. You're just a big Amber Heard fan. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go shit on a bed somewhere. <laughs> What did your dog step on a bee, Luke? What's yeah. Going? What does that mean? I don't get it. You don't know that. One? Come on. No. You haven't I'm, seen that meme. Yeah. I'm, I'm team. I'm team herd. What do you want? <laughs> oh, gee. Wait. How come we didn't do a whole episode on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? <laughs> oh God! I can't believe people were friggin' distracted by that. Two terrible fucking people suing each other. Yeah. And meanwhile, like children are getting shot. Yeah, right. And yeah. no one was talking Seriously. about it. Or like the grocery store shooting where literally right. like black yeah. people were being targeted. And yeah. all anyone Tristan has a joke about it. It's actually two crazy. awful people and only awful people were paying close attention to that trial. Oh, yeah. so I'm everyone. Sorry. I'm yeah. passing so judgment. Yeah. Did you have to talk judgment. about it on the pike, Mike? We mentioned it, like you know, the shit the bed thing. I had to talk about that. Yeah, you gotta Johnny about had that. a couple of always good, sunny though. He had a cop he had a couple of good lines, you know, that we would play every now and then. But when it was finally over, we were just like, I'm glad this is over because yeah. this is just yeah. a load of crap. Yeah, no yeah. pun nice intended. One. Nice one. I liked it. All right. Well, All right. That's paradox, and then hopefully we'll have uh, Adam C.K. Volick on to talk about maybe this DH again. Love Life. Yeah, yeah maybe, knows? maybe if if after she listens to this, I'm sure she'll definitely be calling us. <laughs> I, um, I feel like we gave a fair assessment of the. No, no, absolutely. We, I think we're fair in, in all of the stuff we do. We're not like you know. I definitely was pretty honest about how I felt about this. Yeah, I, yeah, I think we all were. If I anything, think- you know, that's that version of Angel flying too close to the ground. I got. That out of this, I mean that, and I'll be that makes it grateful. worth it to me. That's what makes yeah. this makes this the best out of all those. Honestly, <laughs> like, ain't that angel flying too close to the ground? That not existing. I mean, that existing is better than Human yeah. Highway in Greendale. That's yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's uh, uh what's up next? Are we going to tackle uh, tonight's the night live at the Roxy? Or are we going to go right on to uh to um what is it? The uh, songs for Judy. Songs for Judy, right? Let's yeah. talk about it off mic and leave the audience in suspense. Oh, really okay. keep them wait, keep them wondering. Well, thanks for uh, listening to Long May You Young. Oh, I do have to mention we do have a sponsor. We do um, through the Pantheon Podcast Network. You guys are gonna love this. Uh, Boldfoot socks. 
This is real? Amazing socks. 100% American-made socks. Their motto is grown here and sewn here. And 5% of all proceeds from sales of their socks go to veterans' charities. They're family and veteran-owned. And you can go to boldfoot.com and see all the models of different kinds of socks uh, that they have uh, on sale for you to support this good cause. So that's boldfoot.com. Go there and check it out. If you are tired of your socks uh, getting holes in them, these will last a lot longer. So there you go, boldfoot.com. Boldfoot.com. Cool. Are we getting socks from them, Mike? Are you going to send us some socks from them? No, no, we're getting money, but I'm keeping all of that. Can I, we have some of that money? No. I, no. I share really, the Patreon really money with you guys. Money, That's your problem, sucker. <laughs> Damn it. Did you just call him a soccer? <laughs> oh, there it is. You better give us some of that sock money, Mike. I'm not Come fucking on, around. Don't hold sock back that sock, that sock, though. <laughs> You better, give us, that God, you better give us some that god. You better give us some goddamn sock money, Mike. Fuck, you'll get your fucking sock. Well, money. we both, we, shoot, we both know why Luke wants those socks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, and it's disgusting. <laughs> you could think I could fit it in a sock? Come on, guys. You know me better than that. A bold foot sock. I mean, <laughs> definitely yeah. not a bold foot sock. We just definitely just lost our. Sponsor. Well, we just lost our sponsor, so that's <laughs> awesome. Right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> you know what, hey, Russ? If we don't start getting money, every every sponsor Mike brings to the show, we should sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we got to pull like $30 from the Tiesta T people. Do you want your cut? Hold on. Yes, you got to pull $30 from yeah. the Tiesta T people. Yeah, right. <laughs> Until they did something terrible. You better, give us, a, you better give us a fucking cut of that goddamn sock money or else I'm going to fucking go nuts, Mike. Who's, who's on that sock? Who's on the sock money? <laughs> Sill. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh... I don't, it's going to be a little sporadic, but our Patreon will still keep doing bonus episodes, but I think we'll be able to keep going. We just, we have yeah, a lot of shows and a lot of pay busy attention weekend. to uh, our, our social media. We're at long may you young on Instagram and Twitter. I, and we're on yeah. our Facebook page where we'll post when we have, uh, when we'll have, uh, I'm really bad at the Instagram. Stuff I've got going. a lot going on. Sorry, boys. And, uh, so pay attention to that stuff and also, you know, check out long may you young podcast.com. You can listen to episodes that you missed, or, uh, if you want to relive some of those magic moments, they're all posted <laughs> right up there. You know all what right? we should do for a bonus episode since we've been doing this for two years, we should live listen to our first episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's that like, that would make me, that would make me have the, I would vomit. I don't think I would like it, but that would be fun. Though. Yeah, I would poop my in my pants and throw up. <laughs> All right, let's all put on a couple, uh, a good pair of socks and do that. Sometime. I shit in a sock. <laughs> Yo, well, you you got the socks. Me and Rusty, Mike, you better give us. Some I know we got nowhere socks. to shit, man. We got nowhere to shit because we don't have our. <laughs> you better give us some of that goddamn sock money. I'm not fucking around. I, mean, I want that sock money shoe. <laughs> you think I'm fucking around? You think I'm fucking? I'm gonna send a couple of guys over to your place. You think if you think I won't send a couple of goombas to your fucking door in Worcester, you got? And if I don't get that suck money, you better believe nails are showing up with a couple of. You better believe oh nails. Yeah, go ahead, uh, you know who I'm s- over. You know oh, who I'm sending send over? Nails. Fucking Dan Moshpit, dude. <laughs> Dan Moshpit and nails are coming to your you fucking think- front door if you don't give us that goddamn sock money. <laughs> you think he's been? Uh, you think he's been quiet? No, 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 no. I've got him on retainer. He's ready to go when we need him. <laughs> He knew. He knew. Someday, shoe's gonna withhold that sock money, and I'm gonna have to come knocking. <laughs> listen, well, knocking and socking, dude. <laughs> all right, listen. All right, I'm thanks gonna, for listening. To... I'm gonna call Stills. <laughs> all right. Oh, thanks. Ooh. Thanks for listening, Long May Young. This might be our last episode if me and Russ don't get any of that goddamn fucking Fuck sock you. money. Fuck you and your bare feet. <laughs> sock you. Sock off. All right, see you guys. I'm James Sokoloff. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.